0: The following is a King's Chapel, Alaska presentation with Pastor Daniel Bracken. Our passions making disciples of Jesus Christ who fulfill God's call and help us be the personal, powerful, permeating church God's called us to be. For more information, visit kcalaska.com or find us on Facebook. Here's Pastor Daniel. Put your hands together for Jesus one more time. Stand up on your feet, won't you? Stand up on your feet. Take your bibles and turn anywhere Psalm 105 Thank you Jesus, thank you Lord. Mm mm-hmm. and worship. Holy cow. The worship was so off the chain. The worship was made Sunday I mean, Sunday morning worship there, all in Spanish. I, I, I kid you not, I was speaking Spanish that morning. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I could sing in Spanish, speak in Spanish, prophesy in Spanish. Well, got so touched by the Lord there. Psalm 105. Oh, and then they did this other sort of Chilean thing. I, I, I don't know. I mean... That place went nuts. Everybody's just, crazy, crazy off the chain. If you were religious, you'd run. I'm doing line dancing in the front with the power of God, for real. I will yet become more undignified before the Lord. All right. Psalm 105, verse 17. Let's read it together. Let me read it to you. Uh, Psalm 105, verse 17 in the New King James. They sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. He hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons. Until the time that his word came to pass, the word of the Lord came. Tested him. Let's read verse 19. Until the time that his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tested him. Oh boy. Father, thank you for what you're going to do. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. Isaiah. Called the vision a burdensome valley. Jeremiah called the word like fire shut up in his bones. And the word of the Lord brings a brings a dividing line. His word is a lamp unto our feet, of light upon our path. His word is like fire. His word is like a hammer. When God gives you a word, the word of the Lord will. <laughs> Well, it'll test you. You'll go through some stuff. Luther, when he brought the tremendous revelation in the 1500s, how many of you know he went through some things? Just want to talk about some simple tests that you'll go through. How many of you got a word, got a promise from God? Now, whether the word was given to you prophetically or you received it yourself prophetically reading the word of god or you had a dream or god spoke to you he speaks in lots of different ways amen he speaks in circumstances situations he speaks of course through the word of god all of the, whatever god says to you needs to be lined up with the word and and be uh, in agreement with the word in other words not out of accord with the principles of holy scripture from genesis even all the way to revelation and if god you know somebody speaks to you a word from the lord that doesn't line up or it's out of agreement with with this you would want to just take hold of the handle and flush that right how many of you ever got a word that you should flush flush and then there it goes i recently received one of the strongest prophetic words i've ever you know one of the strongest words i've ever gotten in my life i mean there's i have quite a few i mean they don't go all the way back to 8-track tapes or anything like that. But Did you know vinyl records are making a comeback? Did you guys know that? I threw away thousands of dollars worth of vinyl records. Anyway, praise the Lord. But some of those needed to probably be thrown away, burned, and the ashes sent to some far corner of the earth. I have many, many words that I'm standing on and one that I've received recently I didn't really realize that I was in the midst of some tests until really I headed off to Chile. You know, so if you get a word you're going to be a prophet to the nations or something and you find yourself in a nation <laughs> and you don't have you don't feel one drip of anointing. You know, it's wonderful when you feel God's presence. You know what I mean? I mean, when God's presence comes, just bang, it's on. But when his presence isn't there, and you're required to move forward, that is a little unnerving. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You've been serving the Lord a little while. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. I've also found that his presence, his power doesn't manifest, doesn't come, isn't released in my life until I move in faith. Joseph, this Psalm 105 is talking about Joseph. He basically gets this word from the Lord through dreams. You wonder why would God do that? And I think it's to put deep in his heart the desire of what God wanted to do through him. He shared it out of out of timing. He didn't have the greatest wisdom. Hey, guy, hey, 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 brothers, guess what? You're all going to bow down to me, man. Isn't what's up? How do you like my coat? You know what I mean? Like, you know, the irritating younger brother. Anyway, they, they put him in a pit. When God speaks to you and he gives you a promise, you get a word from the Lord, many times that brings a separation, even the closest of relationships, even in family. Dr. Bill Hammond, his wife, just passed away recently. I don't know if you know who that is, but they are, they are cornerstone giant. Man, woman of God, she's in glory now. And they talk about the pit. It's profit and training. If you find yourself in a pit tonight, I'm saying everybody, everybody flows in the prophetic gifting, but the point is is that God's God, when you're in a pit, now there's two reasons you're either in a pit. I, I said at the first part of the service, two reasons you're in a storm. I mean, it's either God's storm or it's a devil' storm, right? Now, you could be in a pit because you did stuff that put yourself in a pit. Come on, anybody besides me throw themselves underneath the bus before? Okay, so you could be in a pit because you did it. But many times as God elevates and God releases you to a new level in God, a new level in his spirit, new level of anointing, new level of power, new level of influence, you'll find yourself in a pit a place of separation from family, home structures. Joseph, man, he was sold by his brothers. He thought you had a dysfunctional family. They sold the boy into slavery. He said, I did have a dysfunctional family. I know I did too, but he had a revelation about that later. Genesis 45, it was not you who sold me, he says. See, God allowed for this to happen so I could embrace, I'm summarizing, the wealth of Egypt to rescue the people of God. How are you dealing with betrayals? How are you dealing with your family separation that's taking place because you're all on fire for God? How's that working for you? Say, not so good. I'm mad. I've found that the, the, the quicker I just die... The, the quicker I get out the pit, the quicker I yield to what. Now I'm not talking about the pit that I threw myself in. I'm not talking about the bus that I threw myself under. I'm talking about a pit that I got in because I'm 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 in love with God. I love God. I'm gonna follow His word. I'm gonna live for Him. And there'll be people that just don't like that. They just you know it's something an on fire believer really irritates lukewarm Christians. Come on, some of you have been a rock in the shoe of many of your people in your family. That sounds like a laugh laugh of appreciation and recognition there. How are you dealing with betrayals? And the way that you deal with the, the betrayal, the mistreatment, the way that you deal with that is is it's all part of the test to make you ready for the fulfillment of the word that God gives you. Do this is a test. Do. Yeah. Another place that Joseph found himself was uh, Potiphar's house. He sold into slavery. He has this word, he has these dreams, you know, the sheaves bowing down, the stars bowing down. He's got this dream from God. I mean, everything contrary. I mean, the dream's not coming about according to how he can figure it out. I mean, he lost his coat. The brothers lied to his father. He's sold into slavery. He finds himself, now he's out of the pit, but he finds himself now in Potiphar's house. And it's a picture of circumstances. It's a picture when when God speaks to you, when God gives you a word, you'll have, you'll have challenges in relationships that'll come. You'll have a pit, a, a place of training. But then you'll have circumstances in life that'll come. It's not your family anymore. It's, it's things on the job now. It's different things that'll happen. And the way that you respond will reveal your heart. Come on, God God offends the mind to reveal the heart some of you are in circumstances right now you don't realize actually that it's actually the lord fulfilling the dream and the word that he has for you but you're in these circumstances you belly aching so much you can't hardly hear god's voice oh god do you even know where i am god he's like yeah i'm fulfilling your dream but it doesn't look like it and then joseph Joseph is, you know, really affected by Potiphar's wife who lies. I love what Joseph said. While she harangues him to sleep with him, he says to her, I cannot do this thing before my master, or before God. I can't do this. And he has a real clear revelation of the fear of the Lord that... Even if he is able to get away with it, it's still God who knows. And, you know, God knows everything. He knows what you're going through. He knows you're rising up. He knows you're setting down. He knows your challenges. You know, there's no instant Christianity, people. You know, I, we were, you know, just in Chile, as I said. The, the coffee there, I'm a coffee drinker. I believe that a good cup of French roast is always in the will of God. <laughs> Almost. And their coffee there is just different. There's a lot lot of instant coffee. I'm not a big instant coffee fan. I think you might remember that back in the 70s or You know what I'm talking about? Right? Hey, oh, yeah, let's have a cup of instant. Like, no. I mean, I I, I probably won't have coffee that day. I'll have tea, but I'm not going to drink instant coffee. But they have these unique techniques of making their their instant coffee, and it makes it better. But it's a far cry from a four-shot grande americano. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? But thanks to my wife, and modern invention of the newest, latest, and greatest instant, I brought some packets from America. It was able to help me. <laughs> the point is this. There is nothing like, at least for my illustration, a cup of coffee that's brewed, with a French press, perhaps, with the right ground, fresh, and all of that. I'm a coffee drinker. We're like My wife says, we're coffee snobs. I think, I think maybe you're right. And we give it up a couple times a year, and every time we do, we're like, I bind you, Satan. You know? Anyway, we get loosed from that caffeine, only to go right back in. <laughs> I get out, and it pulls me back in. Some of you know the movie. I wasn't saved when I saw it. Okay. There's no instant Christianity. Listen, you're going through trials, you're going through tests, you're going through situations, you're going through circumstances, and it's all to make you more like Jesus. Yes, it is. It's all to make you more like Him so you can actually fulfill the Word that He gave you. Come on, you're in seminary right now. You're in school. You're in an internship. The Word of the Lord will test you. We'll prove you. You know, we, I remember having these words, Pastor Karen, I'm sure you remember also. I mean, just being touched by God's power. Prophetic words over us like, oh my gosh, how could that ever happen, you know? If it did happen the following year, we'd have ruined it all. Do you know what I'm saying? You're going to pastor, and this is going to happen. You're going to do all this stuff. Oh, says the Lord. We're like, yes, God. You know, twelve months goes by and you're going to the next conference and like that didn't happen. And I used to think, like, like, really? Lord? Like, where's that word coming about? And and he was so gracious and kind with me. It's like, well, son, you're kind of demented right now. <laughs> you have a lot of bondages. And you're full of pride. Let me show, I'm going to get it out of you. I'm going to help you, son. Okay, God. Welcome to Potiphar's house. You'll go through things and you'll find yourself conflicted in your soul. And it causes you, listen, it should cause you. The purpose is it to cause you to cry out to God. There is no instant Christianity. I don't care what you might have heard somewhere else. It takes fire to make a man of God. It takes fire to make a woman of God. There is no other way to make them. And some of you are in the fire. He's refining you. And you're like, oh, God, do you love me? He's like, yeah, I'm getting rid of all that garbage. I'm preaching better than your in tonight. Come on, I I don't know what the modern day equivalent is, but I used to sing that song, Refiners Fire, and I mean, I used to sing it with tears running down my face. Refiners Fire, my heart's one desire is to be holy, set apart for you. I would sing that with tears running down my face. He's like, awesome. Here's the fire, son. There you go. I'm like, ah! Right? Yeah, he's making you holy. When God gives you a word, when God speaks to you, he speaks your heart and says he's going to do something, you'll find yourself frequently in a pit. It's training. Separation and family, circumstances, things at home. You'll find yourself frequently at Potiphar's house, places at work people in the community, friends maybe, all of a sudden you got circumstances that take place that you're like, you got to be kidding me. Where are you in this process, by the way? Ask yourself, where are you? Like, snap, I'm in the pit. That's where I'm at. Okay, well, start worshiping. Start praising God. The third place of testing is the prison. Gets put in prison. And I think that's a place of betrayal of of close friends. Anybody? Oh, I'm talking 20 years. You know, if you're old enough, 20 years, and somebody sinks a dagger in your back. They backbite you. Backbiter is really a backstabber that just misplaced their knife temporarily. Joseph was faithful with his giftings, and I think we need to be faithful with our giftings. You know, not long ago, I had somebody telling me about all their giftings. I mean, they're just, they're just making the lists of, of why they were qualified or whatever, you know. I mean, I was just in Chile. Oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. Listen, if you've got to tell everybody what you are, you might not be that. Well, I'm going I'm to go over here. I'll go over here. If you have to tell everybody what you are, you might not be that. In other words, if you have to come and go, now, let me just tell you, let me show you, I'm going to show you, then that might not be you. Like, how do you know if you're a leader, there's people following you? If nobody's following you? No, I, I think it's okay to share experience and a right heart and, and all of that. I, that's, that's important, I think, too. But if you constantly have to lay it out and prove it to people because you have a list or something, then, you know, you should probably burn your list and start over. <laughs> Luke 12, pardon me, Luke 16, verse 12. If you've not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? Joseph helps a baker, helps a butler. And yet they don't help him. Eventually, eventually the uh, the cupbearer, the butler, does. It's really your heart condition that God's looking at. You know, you can't have a resurrection without a Judas. Yeah, let that let that ring. There's no rev- There's there's no resurrection without a Judas. There there had to be a Judas and in fulfilling of all the scripture. And, you know, Judas is not our favorite guy. But it was important to, to have Judas. Some of you have a Judas in your life. You know, it's amazing that Jesus gave, Jesus made him the treasure. It's like Jesus, you know, he's God, right? Fully God, fully man. He made him the treasure he allowed for him to be in the position he was in knowing full well knowing full well the level of betrayal and all that Hmm. I think that Judas, the Judas in our life, Judases maybe are crucial to the fulfilling of our destiny oh we don't like it it's not fun I don't know what you're laughing at, but it's so funny. Laughter's good. 24 years, 24 years Joseph waits for the fulfillment of his word. Come on, you've waited like five. (laughs) Ten. Who's counting? Somebody says eight. I've waited eight years. You're claiming patience. Fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. It's how you wait, though. It's how you wait. I'm serving. I'm waiting here. Listen, your pit experience, your experience at Potiphar's house, your experience of being delayed 24 years, 24 years, 8 years. Where are you, 8 years, 7, 9, 9, 10, 10. However long you've been waiting. It's a testimony. It's a testimony. So listen, if I didn't know the, how hard and the, the, the pain and the difficulties of life, I would not know the joy and the sweetness of his presence and fellowship with him now. If I didn't know the fellowship of his sufferings, and I only know it a very little bit, then I would not know what it is to have real joy. And some of you are in the midst of it right now. Quit your belly aching. Grab yourselves by your spiritual bootstraps. Suck it up, buttercup. And let me tell you about the next test. Last one. Minister Mike could come and set us free. From the ramblings of somebody who's been on an airplane for 23 hours we talked about the pit when the word of the Lord comes it'll test you the pit family separation so on so so forth can you play something else <laughs> sing some Elvis songs can we <laughs> gospel worshipper that backslid elvis in summary the word of the lord will come to you and you'll find yourselves going through a progression some of them can happen all at once. The pit. It's a place of training for you. Separation from family. Say, like, how come my family can't honor me? I think the reason is the prophet's without honor in his hometown, but you gotta learn how to do without honor before you get honor. You, 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 do, it, you do it for the honor, and you're gonna mess out. So come on, just do it because Jesus said, good job, well done. Just do it for him. Don't worry about the rest of that. The second place, a Potiphar's house, a place of circumstances in your job, community maybe, where you'll go through things. There'll even be betrayals. The prison's the next place where close friends will even not stand up for you or speak truth for you. Another place is a place of delay, 24 years before Joseph actually gets fulfillment of his prophetic word. Twenty-four years. I think it is it twenty-one. Uh, for Abraham, 21, I think, for Abraham. The last test that comes is the test of the palace. You see, when it all comes about, I'm, 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 I'm putting my foot in this, I'm putting my foot in this place right now, just a little bit. When it all happens, how are you going to handle that? When, it, when it's fulfilled, when, when it happens, the Word happens. How will you handle that? You see, if you've gone through the tests and all those other places, that, but the, the tests of the palace, I'll never forget, And I'm closing. Here's my third close, I think. Here I go. Stephen Hill, Steve Hill. You know who that is? The great revivalist that, that's passed on to go on to be with Jesus he graduated. I remember the first time he spoke, I was his armor bearer. I got to pick him up at the airport, drive him around, carry all of his props. And that guy had props, man. He had like all kinds of stuff. He used preaching tools. Anybody ever heard heard of Steve Hill preaching? What a preacher. He shared a testimony. The greatest test for him was when revival had broken out. And he was making so much money from his video sales and from his, I don't think they had DVDs back then. I mean, they were selling VHS tapes and stuff. That the Lord spoke to him and said, you give all that money back into the revival. You don't take that. And he talked with uh, John Kilpatrick, who I've had the honor of meeting and being with. And uh, John said, yeah, that's uh, Pastor Kilpatrick said, yeah, that's the Lord. And he said that pull, that pull of all of a sudden making unbelievable amounts of money, it pulled on his heart and he realized that it could take him down. This is the test of the palace. So where are you at? Where are you all at in, the, in all of that? He's like, I don't even have a word. Well, let me give you one right now. You ready? The Lord says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Every head bowed, every eye closed all across this place, those online. If you're not right with God, I want to give you an opportunity right now to be made right with Him. There's a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. The only way you can make it to heaven upon your death is by having the blood of Jesus covered over your sins, by believing on him, confessing with your mouth, and repenting of all of your sin. That's the only way. And if you've never given your heart to Jesus, won't you give your heart to him right now? You say, well, I think maybe I did. If you can't remember when you gave your heart to Jesus, you might not have. Or maybe you've drifted in your walk. If that's you, you want to get right with Jesus for the first time. Or you want to make a recommitment to him because you drifted. Or maybe you're just not sure, and you just want to be sure tonight. All across this place, those online, you say, that's me, Pastor. You want to be included in this prayer, just lift your hand right now. Anybody in this place, raise your hand high if you mean business with God. All right, would you stand with us? Would you just stand up on your feet? Come on, let's all affirm our faith. Say with me. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for rising again from the grave for me. Forgive me of all of my sin. I repent. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me new. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Help me to live for you. Thank you for loving me and hearing my prayer. Amen. I may pray for you? Holy Spirit, I pray you'd fill and touch people right now. Holy Spirit, touch people right now. Break every bondage. Break every chain. Fill each and every one of us, Lord the evidence of speaking in tongues, power and demonstration of your spirit, hunger for your word. We're gonna close in just a moment, but if that's you, you found yourself in a pit or you find yourself in circumstances of even like Potiphar's house, or you find yourself in the prison, betrayal of friends, you find yourself in a test of delay. Delay doesn't mean denial. Delayed does not mean denied. You're going to test of being delayed. Or maybe even the test of the palace. You find yourself in any one of those things. Quickly come. We want to pray all together. Come on, we're going to pray. Just come, just come to the front. It's a statement of faith. Pastor Barry, once you come and pray over these? Just come take the mic and just pray a prayer over them. Come on, lift your hands. God's going to give you strength. You know, I don't think I made the application at the church where I was, where I was suffering, but it wasn't real suffering when I started really thinking about it. It was a test of my heart. It was a test. Would I be there to, to just keep my heart right? Or, or would I get all irritated, bent out of shape and because I'm tired? Me, 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 me. Me, myself, and I, the unholy trinity. We're there to serve. Like the greatest among you is a servant of all. I forgot. It's temporarily forgot. God help me. Do you know what was interesting about the test with the, the Elvis thing, all that? The second my heart got right, the guy that was, you know, the, the person I was with, he was able to Basically, he got a phone call. I mean, right after that, everything changed, and I got delivered. I was sitting in a car driving home. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So tired, you know. And everybody was blessed, and God moved us also. come on, let's pray. P- Pastor, would you lead us?
1: Precious Holy Spirit, we thank you for the word tonight. And Lord, these that are here in this altar is God, that have responded, Lord. Whether they find themselves in the pit or the prison, Potiphar's house to the palace, Lord. The way through every one of those is you, Jesus. The way out of the pit is you, Lord. The way out of Potiphar's house is you, Lord. The way through the prison time is you, Lord. Keeping our heart and our mind and our eyes and our spirit focused on you. So, Lord, when we get to the palace and we begin to feel you fulfill what you've spoken over us, Lord. We give it back to you then, Lord, because it's you, Lord. Father, I pray that over each and every one of these individuals tonight, God. I pray, Lord, for the gifts and callings, Lord, that are found in each one of these tonight, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I ask, Lord, grace through the pit, protection, Lord, through Potiphar's house, patience, Lord, through the prison, and God, purity of heart through the palace, Lord. Do it now in each one of these lives, Lord. Do it now in each one of these individuals, Jesus. Touch them, Lord God, tonight by your Spirit. Touch them, Lord, right now. Holy Spirit, anoint each and every one of them, Lord. Even as they're being prayed for, God. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord.
0: Take someone by the hand. Do not miss Sunday morning. 8, 10, 12, 6 p.m. So good to see your beautiful faces. We missed you. Thank you for praying. God's good, at me. Come on, God is good, isn't he? Yes, he is. Father, we thank you for all that you're doing, Lord, in our lives. The word of the Lord testing us. Until it comes to pass, your word, you stand over it to see it come to pass. And whether it's been two years or two months, 20 years or eight years, your timing is absolutely perfect. You work all things together for the good for those that love you and are called according to your purpose. And I pray tonight, God, release your blessing upon these. Lift up your countenance towards them. Be gracious to them. Keep them and give them peace. Give us peace in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We will hope to see you over the weekend. We love you. Praise the Lord.